Hello, he said, rather sheepishly. Thank you all so much for your generous patience, as it has taken far too long for this episode to be produced. Um, this was originally recorded mid-December, so I apologize if some of the things that we say sound a little anachronistic. Uh, this was right before the holidays, and before I got pretty sick, and before I started a new job with a lot of new complications, and before Amy and I started looking for a new place to live. Um, so, there's just been a lot of plate spinning, and unfortunately, I've had to put this on the back burner. But... I'm able to finish it up now, and I want to get it to you as soon as I can, because we had a lot of fun with this recording, uh, and y'all deserve it. And Jupiter and I will be back to our bi-weekly schedule with no foreseeable interruptions in the pipeline. So, thank you once more for your patience. Thank you to everyone who helps us keep the lights on here at this podcast and at Mushroom Station at our Patreon. People like Mikawai and Ellie Spectacular and my sister, my literal sister. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, Ellie. And thank you, Mikoai. And thank you, everyone else who supports us and everyone who listens to the show. All right, I've gone on long enough. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work, but if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, everyone, to Artificial Ghost Radio, and I'd like to present the award for Best Podcast Host to myself, Jupiter Morningstar. <laughs> and my name is Joe Langlois, and I would like to present the award for Best Podcast Co-Host, and that's going to go to Weird Jupiter Morningstar. Way to go, oh! Jupes! Yay! You got both. Oh, oh you love to see it. You love to <laughs> That's see incredible. it. Incredible. These these will just go on my shelf with the others. Yeah, <laughs> got to have something to collect the dust, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you know, I'm I'm kind of running out of space after winning so many times, but mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. it's it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Now you may be listening to this and thinking, I don't know how this is connected at all to the theme that was given at the last at the end of the last episode and it doesn't because we're, we're not doing we're not, that we're not doing that we're not doing i'm i'm so sorry cns but you're gonna have to wait till the new year because uh this is our uh our and our actual annual awards show yeah uh, we're doing it we're doing it, and it's not at all clumsy. It's not at all clumsy, and we didn't spend the last hour ironing out how we were going to do it, because I don't listen to new music. <laughs> That's something I'm going to 
maybe fix next year. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, well, now. Uh, uh, to be clear, yes. I do listen to new music all the time. I just don't listen to, like, chronologically new music. It's new to sure, me. Sure, sure. New it's to you. emotionally new, to you. new. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something that... Um, that we could have celebrated in this episode, uh, but we're not. We're doing we're self-indulgent not. bullshit this episode. It's the end of the year, so we have to, like, you know, think we about the pat- year in context or whatever. Yeah, we have to pat ourselves on the back mm-hmm. uh, for making us such a We have to say stuff show. like, man, it's going to be 2023 next year. Isn't that wild? And then, you know, like four years from now, that's going to sound crazy. I've been listening to a lot of old podcasts lately. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. Hey, you know what? Uh, shout out in the discord. If you're still going to be listening to this podcast in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. I realized we never finished the intro. We're good at our jobs. Uh, welcome to our artificial ghost radio. The, the podcast that you say the tagline of. Yeah, it's artificial ghost radio and it is the world's very best music exploration podcast that is can I, also go on can i can i sorry can i can i adjust that slightly oh sure it is the award-winning <laughs> music <laughs> and, podcast and award doling out <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning music podcast that is haunted mm-hmm. my goodness um it's haunted well, don't forget. It's haunted. It's haunted. Don't forget that it's haunted. Um, yeah, welcome to the welcome to the the Arties. We're gonna give out our, our the Arties. They're called the, the Ghosties. <laughs> Joe, it's like you never even listened to the show before. They're I, called I the did, Ghosties. and I know that Ghosties is better, but I said go, uh, Arties just to um, antagonize you because what would this Ar- be without that? <laughs> Artie is the name of my uh, sister's dog. <laughs> It can't be that. We're not giving arties to people. We're not giving dogs to we can't two different give, musical acts. We can't give little awards shaped like pit bulls to musical artists. Mm, um, okay. Because that, because that would make it seem that we're associated with Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You've sold me. Um, yeah. So we're going to give out the art of the ghosties. And we we have a few categories picked out. Um, but we are also going to spend a deal of t- a, a decent deal of time uh, just talking about this show and doing a little bit of a retrospective and kind of looking ahead. So get ready to put on your nostalgia caps because that's what the end of the year is for. <laughs> are you nostalgic for 20? 20- Feel old yet? This is what 2022 looks like now. God. Uh... It's so hard to talk about time right now because I just... I just feel like the the it's it's a bad it's a bad one. We're in the bad timeline <laughs> and it's just hey, been getting worse. No, things have been getting somewhat better. Mm. They have. Mm. Mm. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm I sorry. I can't ex- bring, I can't bring pessimism into this night. Yeah, absolutely not. The world uh we have been seeing uh, a lot of landmark wins for uh unions throughout the country and around mm-hmm. the world. Uh, certain ecological things have been getting better. Uh, some extinct animals have been coming back. Uh, so, like, 
you know, there's still a lot of work to do, but yeah. but you know, things are getting better. So. You know what the you know what the real problem is, Jupiter? Uh, capitalism. I'm turning thirty next year. Oh, so you got it. No, you got to look forward to that. <laughs> you got to look forward to that. Don't like old- my aching bones. Getting old is a blessing. <laughs> uh, you're you're yeah. already you're already living longer than than so many people throughout mm-hmm. history. Yeah, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat Jesus pretty soon. You're gonna beat Jesus pretty soon, and I think that's I'm gonna important. be better at better than Jesus at staying I, alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, how old was Jesus when he died? Like 32 or 33 like or like something. That. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, so. Which honestly, like, I don't know why Christians make such a big deal of it. That that was like the life expectancy anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it was because of people getting killed. <laughs> oh, he would have died the next year of like, pneumonia or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. I feel like this uh, this has gotten away from us, and I feel like that's entirely my fault. So, <laughs> Jupiter, I'm going to give you the privilege of getting the show back on the rails and telling us what to expect from this award show. Well, now, uh, the first award that we're going to be presenting uh, is going to be for the best new album for the year. The only actual award this year that is at all relevant to new music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I am very excited about this one because I there have been a lot of like really good albums that have come out this year. Yeah. Um, Joe wouldn't know that. I wouldn't. I know of but... a few. I know of a handful. <laughs> but uh, there have been a uh, an extremely uh, high quality uh, number of albums put out this year. Um, uh. I am never, and and this is true of Joe as well. We are never paying attention to the top forty. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there have been. Who's popular right now? I don't know. Uh, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is Harry Styles. Yeah, that's his one. new album was fine. You I liked it. To it, yeah. All right. I was. I, I didn't choose to listen to it, but I wasn't. I wasn't mad about it. It's fine. Yeah. I it. I would describe Harry Styles as a as a musician as fine, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's you know. I feel like I don't in... have anything bad to say about it. Like genuinely, I don't have anything bad to say about the music in the Harry Styles album. Uh, I just it's like not my fave. It's not engaging yeah, enough yeah. for me. You know, and and like I'm also sure that like as far as like other artists like. I'm sure that Taylor Swift released the same album again, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, everyone lost their shit about it. I did not listen to it. I was very tempted. I'm like, what's the hype about? And I'm like, I know I'm going to be disappointed. It's it's just going to be the same music she's been making for the her entire career. Like mm-hmm. it does not matter. Um, I I wish that people would get like obsessed with musicians who are good, but anyway, <laughs> um. But all of that said, um, I I do listen to new music like fairly regularly, uh, but usually just music that is, let's say, just outside of mainstream. Uh, and my nomination for uh, this year's best album uh, is maybe a little bit of an upset uh, if 
if you're in certain circles. And that album uh, is... Okay, it's technically only an EP, but level with me here. The album is <laughs> She, Her, Black Bitch by Dochi. Okay. It is a five-song EP uh, that was released uh, in in August of this year. Uh, and, you know, the fifth song is a single that was already released by that point. But again, work with me here. This yeah. EP is really, 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 really good. Now, the reason why I said that this is a bit of an upset is uh, if you're in Circuit Circles, cir- Circuit Circle, what did I say? Certain Circles. Um, Is because uh, a another uh, incredible album uh, by the artist Lake Kelly 47 also released this year. Um, and uh, yeah, that album is extremely good. It's, in fact, arguably better. The album is called Shape Up. Uh, it's like, it, it's for me, it's just like a matter of slight taste in mm-hmm. that um, Shape Up is definitely my uh, my runner up here. And I think the songs that I like on that album, I like more than every single song on She Here Black Bitch. I can speak. She, her, black bitch. But, um, but the the songs that I don't necessarily like, I like a lot less. Um, and it doesn't mean that they're bad songs. It mostly is that a lot of the songs on Shape Up are, um, very intimately sexual, which is just sure. not necessarily what I want to listen to. Right. So, you know, accept my bias there, but Shape Up is an incredible album. It's 14 songs long. It's like every song is worth listening to. And like, you can't tell me that if you don't listen to like, you can't listen to Chitty Bang and not immediately lose your shit. It's it's an incredible album. But yeah. But I want to talk about She, Her, Black Bitch, um, partially because uh, Dochi is a lesser-known artist than Lake Kelly 47 is. Yeah, I've, um, I've heard the name, and I was trying to figure out where it was it, probably through you. Almost but, certainly. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is a incredibly tight five-song EP with just five of the, like most exciting songs that I've heard this year um, with, you know, limited exception. Um, Every song on here is great. Uh, The track list opening with Swamp Bitches, Mm -hmm. Feet Rico Nasty, then Bitch I'm Nice, then Bitches B, then This Bitch Matters, and then Mm -hmm. ending with Persuasive, um, which is the odd one out because it's the only one that doesn't have bitch in the title. (laughs) One of these things is not like the others. But it is equally as good. And um I'm really I'm really struggling with which song I want to to sort of like highlight off of here because I I really love all of them. Uh Swamp Bitches just has this incredible like like nasty production value to it. Rico Nasty's on the track, and you know I love Rico Nasty. Mm-hmm. Um Every time Rico Nasty does a feature, it is worthwhile and good, um, with some very limited exception. I can't remember which song I heard her on recently, where I was just like, 
babe, you are phoning this in so hard, but it's not this song. Um, also, the song, this is just a funny tidbit, uh, does add Rico Nasty to the um, tradition of uh, <laughs> rappers, for some reason, just throwing the word pee-pee into it, unironically. <laughs> yeah. So- sometimes yeah. that just happens, and I don't yeah. know why. Um but anyway, PP is coming back into vogue, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. And there's nothing we can do to stop it, but I really wish there was. Um, <laughs> uh, bitch, I'm nice is just like a- an incredible fast rap song. It's super, super good, energetic the whole way through. It's a minute and twenty seven seconds, but it honestly feels kind of longer than that. Um, in a good way, it's great. Um, bitches B is fantastic. Feet just Ray. It's fantastic. This Bitch Matters is maybe arguably my favorite song on the album um, with this really like emotional, um, uh, uh, just emotional, like almost like crying out to the heavens sort of energy off of this, uh, of the song. And it's, and it's so, 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 so good. I, and Persuasive is just an excellent track. It's, it's the highlight single. It's the, song that Dochi is most known for, at least recently, of her recent works. Um, uh, this, this EP is incredible. Um, I guess I have to pick one of, one of the songs for us to listen to, to get a taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, even though I think This Bitch Matters is the better song, I'm gonna, I'm gonna highlight Bitch I'm Nice, because it's short, sweet, and I think, um, uh, encapsulates a lot of Dochi's energy sure. uh, that I, I think will be a, a good example piece. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Oh, it's good. It's good. Woo! Breathe. Need a new set, new scene. Feeling like a brand new bitch. Need a brand new team. You talking to the rapper, to the queen. Bet your niggas stepping he pretended. Got him kissing on the rings. Betty made my line. Bling. Put him in the corner. Got a bonus. Like you said, short and sweet. Very short and sweet. And like, I, I honestly, like, I feel a little bit bad not bringing just the entire thing. But obviously I can't. Right. Um, uh, and, you know, Bitch I'm Nice is not, like, representative of... It's it's really only representative of itself as a song. Sure. Right? Like, Bitches Be, This Bitch Matters, and Persuasive are all very different. Yeah. Um, but it what it shows... Uh, is uh, Dochi's incredible capacity for, um, like, not only speed, but just, like, incredible flow in her raps, in um, just the way that she... This is something that we bring up a lot, but the way that she treats her voice like an instrument. Yeah. uh, And is, like, really able to get these, like, 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 pounding beats out of her own rapping. Mm-hmm. It's really incredible. Uh, and that is something that, like, 
is also shown on Swamp Bitches, and then in Bitches Being This Bitch Matters and Persuasive, uh, shows off her her uh, uh, incredible talent for singing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dochi works hard, uh, and and there's like, a lot to show for it. And there's a lot to show for it, and I'm very excited to uh, to continue to follow her work. And um, I feel like the CP was was a little bit slept on, but I, I feel like it, like what it shows more than anything else is that we need to be watching out for Dochi. You know, we need to be keeping an eye because she's going to bring the house down. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, 100%. Like within a few years, we'll be, it will be a huge name. Maybe within yeah. a couple. Yeah, 100%. Um, Good pick. Good song. I, I loved the backtrack too. It was nice and simple, but it was like very nostalgic for some reason. Like it sounded like, like early aughts, like. Um, sure, yeah. Fat Boy Slim kind of stuff, like just very <laughs> yeah. like driving groove, like almost like um, uh, it, it just complements the song so well. And um, you know, I, I think there's something to be said for having just the right amount of production. And I think this song nails it. I you know I can't speak for the whole album, but that one at least. And 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 again, I do really appreciate that it's in and out. Like it's yeah, it it does what it comes to do and then doesn't waste any time getting out of there yeah absolutely it's it's just a very like it's a statement song mm-hmm. you know and and what one hell of a statement it is mm-hmm. well that is my my pick for this year what about you um okay so i did struggle to to come up with something as i mentioned i'm only really familiar with four or five new albums that I knew of off the top of my head. Um, and this one even, it's fairly recent and I haven't listened to it that much, but I really love it because I really love the artist. And uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know if you're going to approve of this or not, Jupiter, but I, I have I to say that I don't care at this point. The, the, uh, the album that I'm bringing is called The Loneliest Time and it is by one Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, no, that's fine. That's great. <laughs> what you think i'm gonna be mad at carly ray jepsen i don't know you know uh, earlier i was kind of like talking smack about hey, the the harry styles album and one could argue that they're in the same league i wouldn't i, I would wouldn't. not say that i they, wouldn't i wouldn't carly say ray that jepsen at all. is an artist yeah is, is a divine being um carly ray jepsen is an, is an artist harry styles is a just a guy yeah I think I put off listening to this album because, like, when I first got into CRJ, like, I mean, I liked Call You Maybe or Call Me Maybe when it was on the radio, you know, even if it was ironically or whatever. I was, like, in high school and it was, like, I don't know. It was it was the feel-good hit of the summer. Yeah. Um, and then Emotion came out and I was, like, I don't listen to pop music. And a friend of mine at the time was, like, no, no, you gotta. Uh, you got to listen to this. And I didn't like it at first. It took me like three or four listens for it to like really dig its way in. And then I loved emotion. Um, and then, uh, dedicated came out and, uh, same thing. Like I was like, Oh, this isn't emotion. You know, it's different. It's darker. Um, and I didn't like it at first, but after listening to it a few times, it warmed its way into my heart and I loved it. And and I went and I saw her perform when she was doing that tour and I loved it. It was an incredible show. 
And then this one came out and I'm like, there's no way it can be as good as Emotion and Dedicated. You know, it's going to fall off. So I just put off listening to it because I was so nervous and I wanted to have time. I wanted to be able to listen to the whole thing uninterrupted, which (laughs) 54 uninterrupted minutes in my life is like not a thing that happens. Uh Um, But I, I did finally give it a listen and I, I just, she, she doesn't miss and she, she goes so many different directions in this album. Like she's definitely trying some new styles. Like every song is, is different than the last and different than stuff that she's done before. I mean, there's a couple of comfort songs for sure. That was like just kind of vibing in her old style, but she definitely tries a lot of new stuff and it's, it's good. It's great. It's a good album. It's a good album. And I like almost every song on it. And, um, even the ones that I don't like, you know, still fit into the, the greater whole of the album. So that's all I have to say about it. I don't have nearly as much to to talk about as Jupiter did because, (laughs) um, I'm just not as familiar with it as, as you are with, uh, your, your EP. But I, I did want to, point out a couple of songs that I really liked. Um, the the beginning of the tree or the, I'm sorry, the beginning of the album is kind of more upbeat, um, especially Joshua tree has a very fun, like weird beat to it. Um, once you get into the song um, and then it right around the midpoint of the album track six is beach house. And that's the one that we're going to listen to. And this is one of the, like, her music always has a sense of humor in it. Like she's always not every song, but she's always singing through a smirk a little bit. This song is the first one that's like straight up funny. Like there are jokes in this song. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like, it made me laugh while I was listening to it. It made me smile. And that's, that is what I love about Carly Rae Jepsen is that she makes me smile. And then yeah. immediately after that is Ben's, which is much more contemplative. Um, and it just it reminded me of like the underwater music from Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it doesn't sound like that, but it's like the same vibe of being very chill. And it's like it's just like a, co- a total tone shift. Yeah. Um, so those are the 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 ones I'm going to name drop here. There, it's a it's a great album, but we are going to go ahead and listen to Beach House, and I'm going to say that that is representative of the album, even though it's not. <laughs> All right, you know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm probably gonna hurt you. Boy number twelve had a look in his eye, brought up a sex, and he started to cry. Told me he loved me the very first night. go incredible i mean i mean incredible (laughs) stuff like let's let's not let's not mince words it's really good (laughs) good i'm glad you agree yeah Um, of course to i guess draw attention to the 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 joke that really got me 
Um, although it's obvious if you look at the lyrics, uh, the hook of the song is I've got a beach house in Malibu and I'm probably going to hurt your feelings. It's just kind of putting boys on blast, uh, who, you know, want to spend the weekends or whatever, and then just never call and ghost. And, and a lot of her recent music has been about just like being exhausted with dating and shit. Yeah. I don't know how true to life that is for her, but that's, that's what a lot of her music is about. Um, but toward the, in the bridge, it kind of like escalates to all these different cases and gets a little bit more specific, um, culminating in, I've got a lake house in Canada and I'm probably going to harvest your organs. And it doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't even like fit. (laughs) Like it's, it's so, it just took me out of the song and made me laugh because it's also like this weird voice, like the the it's like it's silly, like it's almost a weird owl song at that point. Um, yeah, which and, totally yeah. caught me off guard. <laughs> and like, and and honestly, because because this is very much a um uh a. I really like that line being sort of like discordant with the rest of the song, not only just because like the the hey of like, hey, I'm going to go harvest your organs sort of comes Mm -hmm. out of nowhere. But also that like, I don't date men, but as a woman interacting with the world, um, like these are (sighs) these are real fears. They're real fears. And uh, and like. They're the kind of thoughts that kind of prevent you from having a good time a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, and and that sort of like discordant thing of like them, they're kind of coming out of nowhere because it's like, oh, I'm sort of having a good time on this date or, you know, hanging out with this person. But something's really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, something is really strange here. And I think I need to call a friend to come pick me up uh which is yeah. like yeah um and i don't know and, like, and i like how it takes all of that fear and turns it directly back around onto the guy yeah a hundred percent and makes makes fun of it and makes light of it and like makes a fun summer bop out of it yeah being like, able to to turn that feeling into a joke is really just expertly yeah. done good work yeah um, one other thing to mention about this album is that it is the first Carly Rae Jepsen album to feature her goddamn mullet. And oh. it's glorious. <laughs> oh, I have not seen Carly Rae Jepsen's mullet. Just look up the album art. Just look up the album art. <laughs> oh, this is excellent. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, ma'am. Hi. Hello. Oh, my gosh. So I'm really excited that I got to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen on the show. God, I, she's I love really her. pretty. Yeah, <laughs> she's wonderful. She's, she's really she is pretty. a, a oh ray of God. sunshine in this world. Anyway, yes, yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen is fantastic, incredible artist. Good pick. Good pick. You know, I don't feel so bad about the future anymore. That's Good. that's what Car- that's the that's the CRJ effect. I got I got C- my vitamin CRJ. Yeah. Oh, vitamin CRJ. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, um I think it's time uh we're we're not we're not going to there's no definitive art ghost winner at least not this year. We'll we'll maybe we'll maybe figure something out different for next year. We're just sort of vibing. Mm-hmm. Um 
but for the moment, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and I do want to say, yes. let us know, you know, go, I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. the holidays by the time you're listening to this. Um, so like no pressure, no rush. Um, cause we're not going to be looking at discord for the next couple of weeks, but <laughs> you know, get in there, get into the discord, tell us which of these, you know, not which one you like better. I mean, you can do that if you want, but tell us what you think of these albums and let us know what you think the best new album of this year is. I would, yeah. I would love to hear it. Cause, cause like I say, I kind of struggle to find new music sometimes. So if you've got a suggestion, let me know what it is. Yes, absolutely. I I really genuinely really do want to hear y'all's picks for for best album this year. Um I will listen to the ones that sound interesting to me. <laughs> All right. Um but for that, yeah, it is time for us to move on from this segment and move take a look take a look back at the year, but not at music, but at at this podcast. At this podcast, we're we're being self indulgent. Everybody, we're gonna give ourselves some arties. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, they are called ghosties, and I am coming to your house. <laughs> um, my goodness. Well, we're gonna start off. Uh, we're gonna start off by asking the very simple question, and this is. As honestly, as with all of these, uh, all of these awards, we want to hear what you have to say in the Discord and on Twitter. Twitter has not died yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet, um, we want to hear your, uh, your, your takes on all of these awards. Um, but we're gonna start off by asking the very simple and very self-indulgent question of what was our favorite theme slash episode this year. Um, uh, you went first last time, so I'm going to go first this time. Yeah, you go first. My favorite episode and theme was, I mean, it was it was hard to choose. Uh, the Patreon picks episodes were really fun. Then um, they were some of my favorites. And I want to give a, um, what's the word, honorable mention to the Slimeball Pete episode, because I had so much fun with that. <laughs> I- and so did Pete. <laughs> Um, um, but my favorite episode was negative nine death like life goes on, incredible. um, where we spent a good amount of time waxing philosophical about <laughs> death and the afterlife and what that means to us and connecting it to music. And, uh, I, I just loved that conversation and I, yeah, it was, it, I felt really proud of that, that episode and I still do. I feel proud of almost every episode that we put up, but uh, but that one was that one was a high point for me for sure. Honestly, like I'm gonna be real, um, uh, same. Uh, the the death episode was definitely uh, uh, in in my top episodes for this year as well, and honestly, is one that I think that I I will like continue to recommend to people as the show go- keeps going because it's just. It really is one of my f- the favorite things I've ever recorded. It it was a really great conversation, a uh, really really like good songs, mm-hmm. good just like and like I personally felt like we did a good job of uh of having this like nuanced conversation 
without it getting like too depressing. Like I felt like the balance was right. Like I'm just really proud of that episode. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh it was it was like heavy but not dark and it was mm-hmm. honest but not pessimistic, which is a danger for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I really feel like I, I really feel like it thread the needle. Um yeah. and uh, I think that that is a great pick. And honestly, that was maybe going to be my pick, too. In fact, <laughs> in fact, uh, I had the exact same thing of my honorable mention goes to Toddler Mutant Slyball Pete. <laughs> uh, first off uh, is maybe the episode I'm most proud of the title of. Yes. I really I really like the title for this one. Um, some of the titles this year have been... Um, I, I'm, I'm mostly happy with all of them. Uh, some I like more than others. Uh, and Todd the Mutant Cyball Pete is probably number one for title. It's really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, it was- That was a good episode. That was a high energy episode. It was a high energy episode. It was nice to get Slamble Pete on, on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, I also think, you know, really good song picks on that one. So, um, but that's only the honorable mention. Because uh, for me, my pick for favorite theme and episode uh, this year uh, goes to episode negative 17. Clean up on aisle 3.141529529793238468 continues. Uh, yeah. That's a lot uh, more, you know, when you were reading it, you're just like 3.14. Oh, I get it. Yeah. 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 Clean yeah. <laughs> up on aisle pie if you really want to be like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, uh, this episode. Fucked up thing. They only sell cakes there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, this episode, uh, the, the theme for this one was, uh, uh songs for an endless ikea yeah uh, something along that nature and uh songs the songs that play over the speakers while you're while you get lost in an endless ikea that's right and uh this episode was really really fun for me um it was just like a fun theme and being able to like explore scp a little Mm -hmm. bit was super super fun um yeah but also just like the story that we wove. Yeah, the fact that we turned it into a narrative and that the wheel contributed to that narrative was the, a lot of yeah. fun. Honestly, yeah. like shout out to the wheel this year because uh it was really <laughs> yeah. it was really pulling its weight. Um, yeah. I think I had uh, to calibrate it, but like I think we're buds now. Yeah, yeah. The the wheel is like genuinely uh I I not a bit genuinely i am shocked at how often the wheel songs tie perfectly yeah into the episode we're doing yeah um, one of the the recent ones the revenge episode where we had like a secondary theme of of western yeah and like the wheel song happened to be both of those things as well which right? was ridiculous <laughs> literally like how how the fuck did that happen um yeah, no, the, the wheel is uh, an incredible mystical beast. Um, you know, who Jupiter, I am I think scared that, of. I think that we should present the wheel with one of our coveted arties, ghosties. 
Ghosties. Radioies? Ghosties. <laughs> Fishies? Ghosties? Ghosties is the one that sounds the best. We you can't reinvent this one. I'm not trying to. I'm just I'm just fucking oh with you. Um, no, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, oh genuinely. Uh, thank you, thank you to our, our third uh, our third host, the wheel of di- The Wheel of Discord. You <laughs> didn't feel like that one was necessary this time, but I had to. I had to get it yeah. in there, even though we're not spinning it this week. I guess so. Yeah, the it's wheels on very, break. very warm and it wants to be spun, I take it, but um we're on break sorry bud yeah i mean it's definitely thirsty for for you know new blood but Mm -hmm. that's gonna have to wait until the next year yeah uh now we've got a we've got a second award in the self-indulgent category and this one is uh one that i'm very excited about because uh you get to compliment a song that i brought (laughs) well you can too I, and have to, in fact. <laughs> do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Uh, why don't you go first? Okay. I'll go first. Uh, in episode negative 12, which I barely remember, uh, <laughs> it's called Filmed Before a Live Studio Audience, and it took me a while of reading and rereading the description and checking out the songs to remember that this was the episode where we picked songs that were meant to be like off of the soundtrack of our co-host's life. Oh, right. That's right. Um, yeah. But during that episode, during the Wheel of Discord segment, you spun a song called Burgundy by Kamau. Yeah. And that song... I I have listened back to a lot of songs that you've brought, um, but that song worked its way into like my rotation, into my playlist, and is actually on my Spotify wrapped this year. Incredible. Um, as Incredible. one of the, the most songs, which also just, <laughs> I guess it's worth notice, noting that my Spotify wrapped is like fucked because half of the year I was on Deezer. Um, <laughs> yeah, just Deezer arc. <laughs> Yeah, the Deezer are the Deezer days are over. (laughs) Can I just say I am still mad at you? (laughs) I am still mad at you for the Deezer D's nuts (laughs) thing. I'm still happy about it. Every time I remember that, I smile. That's one of the best jokes I've ever told. I'm so (laughs) I'm so upset. Even now. I needed a fall guy, Jupiter. I'm sorry. Oh God. Had to be me, didn't it? <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Um yeah, Burgundy. Burgundy is uh it's very, very nice track. And oh, it really I is. I love it. And every time it's on, like I, I just had company a couple of weeks ago and I just had like ra- I'd like cued a few songs that were chill and backgroundy, and Burgundy was one of them. And we had we were sitting together for like maybe a couple of hours, and that song came on, and the people that were with me were like, "Hey, what is this?" Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, this, <laughs> like, of course, of course, this is the one that you would pick out because it's it's good. How could I forget you, babe? You would like a miss, you couldn't miss you. You would hit me anyway. You command the Mr. Toad, never to be told. Oh, I didn't know that you were known. I ain't really wanna take a slow. But I needed it, you put the seed in it, and heated it, and you've been feeding it. It's so good. Mao is a, a impeccable artist. Uh, 
in the entire album is really good. And I said this during the the episode, but mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I have listened to the album too, and it, it is it holds up. It's it's good yeah, shit. It's really good, but Burgundy in a lot of ways is the standout track. It's mm-hmm. it's so good, and and you know what? I really approve of this pick from you because. It's, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs that I've brought in this year. So, <laughs> you know, it, it really works out. Good. That means I gave you a ghosty and wait, you gave, wait, I gave you a ghosty and you approved it. Yes. You gave it <laughs> the, go- right. the ghost seal. Yes. Uh, that is <laughs> correct. That is true. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Now for you sure. have to give me a ghosty for for how good of the song uh, how good the music i brought to the show is yeah i might do that <laughs> anyway this episode is sponsored by <laughs> it's sponsored by all you you lovely patrons thank you thank you for your continued support now what you were saying jupiter do you re- do you listen to audiobooks well, consider uh, going to your local library. Local library, download your... the audiobook app and check them out from there for free. Do it. Yeah. You can, <laughs> if you have a library card, I guarantee you, you can get uh, any audiobook you want for free. So that's. You might have to wait a couple of days. You might have to wait because there's a virtual checkout system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's still it's free. still really worth it and still free. And um, it's uh, supporting your local library because uh, your you're putting is, those metrics yeah. towards, you know, that public institution rather than yeah. <coughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, no, um, fine, fine. I'll give you a ghosty. Why not? Thank you. <laughs> uh, so it's so funny that you mentioned the revenge episode. Yeah. Because I was thinking about like what. What song have you brought that has really stuck with me? And there have been a few. Mm-hmm. But the song that really, really stuck with me this entire time was also from The Wheel. Uh-huh. And it I was... had a feeling. I had a feeling you were gonna pick this song. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you seem to really you seem to really dig it when it came up on the on the episode. Yeah, I mean, I do really dig it. And the song is, In Hell, I'll Be in Good Company by the Dead South. Uh, I have, admittedly, I have not listened to the song uh, that much since Mm -hmm. that episode came out. Well, Um, it was only a couple of months ago. It was only a couple of months ago. But, you know, even still, like, um, I, uh, I don't know. Like, something about the song just really, really stuck with me. And I think, like getting that like there is something so appealing to me for whatever reason about like like old style southern blues music yeah bluegrass where a uh where they're telling a story about a about a really fucked up kind of (laughs) guy yeah you know like yeah there's something really appealing about that
kind of story that you imagine like just like an old guy in a saloon telling you know like oh you're new in town well let me tell you about the local legend (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) exactly uh and like honestly like this song just like really um is it's the kind of song where i listen to it and like and i just sort of like become one with the song for a little bit you know you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like it just fully sweeps me up in its world yeah for a minute and like i just it's hard to a lot of songs i can like put in on the background or you know are like this song demands my full attention mm-hmm. and um you know i think that's partially because it's telling such a, like a succinct story yeah um, well and the, the vocal stylings too like there's i think three different vocalists in this song yeah. and they're all distinct and mm-hmm. they're all like kind of screamy but in a in very much a it's like it's controlled you know like yeah. it sounds good but it definitely is like yo like i'm not i'm not here to let you just chill and and do other stuff over me i'm telling you a story right now yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool. I I don't know. Like I I don't know that I have like an an incredible lot to say about this song other than just like I don't know, it's fucking good. It's really good it's and good. it's really st- stuck with me this entire yeah. time. Yeah. You really like the the music video too where it was just that style of of them yeah. just standing in a line and being shot in different locations, but it's all kind of flows together. I Yeah, it's it's a really fun style for uh it's a really fun style for videos to be in my opinion. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get over the the cello. The guy holding the cello, yeah. like, a, like a bass guitar. Yeah. So it's funny and it sounds great. Yeah, it's um, really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, great, great fucking song. Great fucking song. So I think it's time for us to move on to our final little section here, in which we kind of think back and dig through all of the year in our in our little brains. And come up with our favorite musical moment of 2022. And that sounds Uh kind of vague. And it is so on purpose so that we can come up with something interesting. Jupiter, did you do that? Uh, Yeah. Good. I'm going to give you a go see. I'm going to just give you one preemptively. We've got them. I've got this whole box here, you know, rattling around. Yeah. Again, I've got, I've just got like, you know, I'm sort of, again, like really running out of shelf space for all of these awards, but mm-hmm. I'll certainly take them. You know, I've got, yeah, absolutely. I've got boxes. I've got spare boxes I can throw them in. <laughs> um, I, I went first during the retrospective bit, so I want you to go first. I want you to tell me what was your favorite musical moment of 2022? Sure, sure. I can do that. Well, this year... um. This year was was a, a big musical year for me, sort of in general, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, least of all because this year, you know, marks the um, marked the, this podcast like reforming itself and yeah, uh, continuing on, which is you know a big moment in a in of itself, um, and uh, you know, like. That was really important to me because, um, I mean, this is a show I've I've been doing for years and uh, absolutely loved doing it with Miles. And, you know, there was like around that time was like a lot of upheaval going on in my life. And 
there was a possibility of uh, the show just uh, shutting down entirely. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, like, Joe, you're and I, you're and I's, like, lives happened to line up in a, at, at just the right time, uh, where we both were open to, to keeping this torch lit. And, mm-hmm. um, and that is something that is, like, just been so cool and so fun about this year. But that's really, that's not my musical moment. Um, it's just something. Yeah, it was hard for me. I'm like the podcast, and like we're gonna we're gonna talk about the podcast, but like so, like what what else? That's that's (laughs) that's a little too self indulgent. (laughs) Um, but uh, you know, other honorable mention is just sort of like getting back into doing um like VR um rhythm games uh primarily oh, like yeah. Beat Saber and yeah. um uh and uh, uh Pistol Whip which are two just very very good uh rhythm action games that are great that have like great music and are great for exercising which is primarily what I use VR for uh and are just are just good they're just good for me and it's nice to to get active again and you know that's that's yeah. just nice. But is that my favorite musical moment of 2022? No, it isn't. Absolutely not. My favorite musical moment of 2022 was going to the fucking Demi Lovato concert. Oh, hell yeah. You brought this up a while ago. I brought that's it up a while good ago. album. I that yeah. to- I totally blinked on that album when I was thinking about that prompt. I don't think it would have beaten the CRJ album, but it's it's a good fucking album. It's a really good album. Uh, so Demi Lovato released uh, uh, their new album, Holy Fuck. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't listened to that album, do yourself a favor. Go listen to that album. Yeah. Now, I have not been a Demi Lovato fan uh, throughout my life. Um, uh, Not for any particular reason other than just lack of exposure, pretty much. Um, I haven't really listened back to any of their old music. But honestly, with how much of a metaphysical transformation this album is, I kind of feel like I don't want to go back and listen to their old stuff (laughs) when this album, you know kind of marks a big event uh yeah. in in their life and career um uh including like like their explorations with um like their gender identity with their place in the music industry with growing up as a disney kid and the like societal expectations that are placed upon them uh their relationship to other people in the industry nobody's specifically mentioned but you can kind of get the vibes uh it's it's a uh, just a, an incredibly transformational project that um, really is a, just such an excellent album and so worth your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw them live with my sister. Uh, and so here's first off, here's what's so funny. So me and my sister, this was literally a few weeks after my surgery. and. Like, under under normal circumstances, right, I should not have been able to go. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, the surgery, uh, mm-hmm. one that affects my ability to stand. I mean, now yep. it doesn't, but it did at the time. Um, uh, and, like, it, 
in by all by all stretches of the imagination, it should have been a bad idea. But I went anyway, and turns out uh, that I had healed fast enough that I was pretty much able to just go and be fine. Excellent. So shout out. Uh, shout yeah. out to my surgeon uh, who <laughs> uh, did an incredible job. Um, but yeah, so um, the other funny thing about it is that we realized that at the exact same time as the Demi Lovato show was going on, Jack Harlow was also in town in the stadium across the street. Wow. Uh, it's basically like two stadiums and basically what are the same pavilion. Uh, huh. And me and my sister were, were uh, walking past the Jack Harlow show and being like, we are going to the much better show. <laughs> 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 like, uh, uh, there's this, this post that uh, from a while ago that calls Jack Harlow a power washed post Malone. And yeah. it's so true. Yeah, you've so said that funny. on the show before. In fact, like, that's all I think of when I hear that name because i don't really know much about the guy but you introduced him to me as the power wash post malone and i'm like yeah i don't know why you would want to go see that yeah no literally (laughs) um i i do not listen to uh, or rather i have not heard that much jack harlow music uh and do not need to uh his verse on the little nas x little nas x album um uh is is fine it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Does not convince me to go check out the rest of his music. Yeah, that's um, a good rule. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's let's just also be real. We don't need more white boy rappers. Mm. We don't mm. we don't need any more of those. Um, uh, Eminem was already too far. I'm. Let's just be real. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, on Jupiter. <laughs> if they're good, like there's there's room, but yeah, are um, they good? <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, nah. anyway, that's a whole other fucking train. But point is, we walked past the Jack Harlow concert and we got into the Demi Lovato show. And um, before the concert, I would not have called myself a Demi Lovato fan. I liked the album. But I wouldn't mm. have called myself a fan. And the show opened with uh, the opening band, Dead Sarah, who uh, are also, yeah, they're also really good. Uh, Dead Sarah is uh, an artist I know less, but my roommate, one of my one of their favorite bands. Um, and the front woman for Dead Sarah, uh, later in the concert, because... Uh, she features on one of the new songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came back on stage and they performed the song together and they were both so energetic. And uh, like, but when, when Dead Star was on, it was like, it was okay to sit, you know? Cause it was like, we, it, in the stadium, the stadium seats were like, you could sit. There were chairs. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people were sitting and then Demi got on stage uh, and I initially was like, oh, I'm, I'm recovering. I need to, um, I need to, to stay seated for most of this concert probably. Uh, and I was seated for the entirety of, uh, Dead Sarah's performance. Um, mm-hmm. although it was, re- it was still really good. But, uh, then Demi got on stage and I realized 
that I wasn't going to be in my seat for this concert. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, first off, the, the lighting on the stage was so fucking good. There was like this huge dramatic opening entrance thing. It was so cool. Um, with the big, like, holy fuck cross, like, in the back. It was yeah. so sick. Um, uh, I have pictures, but it's not going to help you right in this moment. And I realized that I knew all of the lyrics for all of the songs on the <laughs> new album. Because the entire time, me and my sister were just sing-yelling at each other. And jumping and dancing. And it was also like, for me, like a combination of like, like, oh, this is a really incredible show. And also, this is the first time that I am out in public in my yeah. new body. Yeah. And also. And also probably the big, one of the first big events since COVID. Oh, yeah. No, it really, it really like first concert I've been since COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure that was electric. It was. And like first time I got to like really dance in public and not feel embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Like I I started off being embarrassed and then as I got Didn't more into shit. it, as I got more into it, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. We we got this. It's okay. Um and the the concert was just so 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 good and then like eventually started playing songs from some of their old, earlier albums you know the what do i what i assume to be the hits right. um but uh you know those were the songs that i didn't know but i literally like i genuinely didn't know that i had the lyrics in me until they were coming out of my mouth and i was like oh i know every single word how did this happen? <laughs> um, what <and> yeah, did this? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was such a landmark show for like so many reasons. Um, and the crowd was so energetic and so hype and like, uh, just like an incredible show. Great stadium. Uh, first stadium show I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. um, and like every concert I've been to before this was like, you know, small venue. Um, and those shows were still great. And like, you know, I've seen Caravan Palace live twice and both times were amazing, but this was something else. Uh, yeah. it, it was something else entirely and uh, something I'm going to be holding in my heart for a long time. And it was a great, great night for me and my sister and it was like good sibling bonding moment. Yeah. You know, That's it was so a, awesome. It was a great night. It's incredible. That's incredible musical me memory. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I should have let you go last. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Are you are you selling yourself short again, Joe? Well, I'm pretty excited about mine, but I I don't think that I can talk about it with as much uh panache as you have. Um but but let's let's see let's see what I got. Um so, my favorite musical moment from, well, let's let's do our due diligence here. We can give a couple of ghosties to Demi. Yes. Do you 
Do you want to give some of yours to Demi, or should I keep pulling from the box? Keep pulling from the box. I, I, I'm not giving up any of mine for any reason. Okay, that makes sense. You, you, you are at once, um, like, embarrassed by the amount of these things that you have, and so tired of them. And at the same time, you are very, very precious and clutching I, onto them. I'm not going to... I'm not going to undermine my accomplishments. <laughs> these were these were given to me by by the institute. Right, the highest power there is. The highest um, power, the Art Ghost Institute for lyric. Yes, by lyric specific. Well, <laughs> is li- <laughs> lyric is at once sort of our employee and our boss. Right, it's, it's kind of like the wheel. We're we're sort of in a in a weird like workplace parasocial relationship with lyric Mm -hmm. or codependent is maybe the better word yeah that is the that is the right word yeah uh um yeah well uh, it's time for me to give out my ghosty and i'm gonna give it to i'm gonna just cut through the bullshit here i'm gonna give my ghosty to that handsome devil um earlier this year when i was it was during the deezer days um which is why this album didn't show up on my spotify wrapped uh I was really excited to be in this show and it was during our first few episodes, like first 10 at least. And I really wanted to bring that handsome devil to the show. And I was just waiting for the right moment. I was just waiting for the right, the right theme or whatever. And uh, I remember one theme came up. I'm like, Oh, that handsome devil has to have a song for this. So I looked up the, the, the artist on on uh, Deezer, and I was delighted to find that they have a new album. Uh, it, it's not new this year, otherwise I would have given it to them. Uh, it was it was from last year, but it was new to me. I've been listening to That Handsome Devil since high school because, well, middle school, I guess, because they are would probably be best known as a producer of one of the bonus tracks on Guitar Hero Two. Okay. Um, but from that starting point, from that origin, I, and, and like various other guitar hero and rock band songs, it's, it's one of the, so harmonics was the, the company that originally made guitar hero and then went on to make rock band. And what they did for the bonus tracks is they just, uh, they, they were musicians, not game makers, (laughs) Uh, they were musicians first, so they all had their own little bands, and they basically just took a song from each of their own bands and put those into the bonus tracks. <laughs> and so from finding this song on Guitar Hero to finding the whole album and then finding out more and more about the band. I mean, I still don't know a whole a lot about the band or the the guy, I guess, because it's it's really run by one guy who goes by God forbid, but operates under the band name, that handsome devil. And there were only like two main albums and like an EP that I ever had access to for over a decade and going into Deezer to try to look for a song and finding that there was a new brand new album. I mean, a year old at that point, but brand new to me and brand new music. And listening to it and being like wow it's good it's this guy is still active and making new music and it's good i i was so blown away and i listened 
to that album nonstop. I never ended up getting an opportunity to bring <laughs> the, this music to the show. Um, there was just never the right theme for it, I guess. I'm, I'm sure I will at some point other than this here. But um, the album in question is called Your Parents Are Sellouts. And Incredible. it is a very 2021 album. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> um. There are some standout hits on this album. There's Shut Up You're Stupid, which is just uh unlucky in love song. There's Guys Are Gross, which is a very fun song about um well, just about that, about the the unfortunate qualities of masculine people. Um and then there's everybody's or everyone's trying to kill me, which is a much darker song um that's all about feeling like everyone around you is trying to kill you including your friends because everyone's just feeding you whatever vice you know you're stuck Mm. on and i didn't really feel that when this album came to me but i have felt like that in the past i have had that fear i've had that like you know i know you're being nice i know you're offering me another drink but i should you know, I, I I shouldn't be here. My friends, their friends, their friends, friends are trying to kill me. Everybody that I know is trying to kill me. And that's like across the board. That handsome devil sings songs that are just they're like they're just on the edge. They're dark. They're edgy. They're almost too much, um, but not quite. And there's there's a very sharp message in a lot of what he has to say. And I don't always agree with it, but it's it's delivered in such a uh, compelling way that it's hard to ignore. And um, I have spent so much time thinking about this guy's music and and the songs and the, and the rhymes and everything, and. Again, just to hear that there was a new album, to see that there's a new album, and to listen to it, and to be thrilled with how good it is. Um, yeah. That just, it just blew me away. And and it made, it really made at least a month or two for me, you know, like, oh. of, of being excited that I got to listen to it. Yay. Oh, that's, that's such a good news. That's such good news. Like, the, the importance of finding, like... A, a really good album that just really resonates with you it cannot really be understated that's mm-hmm. it's really yeah that's delightful it, it's it's it, that handsome devil has for a long time been one of my very favorite artists but it's not one that i can really talk about much mm-hmm. um because it's so there's such a high like bar to entry i guess like you really do need to pay attention to it um, and then even then it's usually pretty ugly and hard to listen to. Um, and like, you know, you might just not be into it. And also it's not like well-known, like this shit is not going to be on the radio. Yeah. It was on guitar hero, but like as a bonus track that nobody remembers, like, yeah. Uh, um, and I don't know why, but that, that stuff, those bonus tracks are always the things that like interested me the most and finding out that all of these different bands have their own unique histories and they came together to make a video game. I don't <laughs> right, know. I, yeah. I, I grew up on guitar hero and, and, and yeah, I guess I guess that's all connected. All these feelings of like feeling 
such a huge wave of nostalgia by being presented with a new album. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not just thinking about the new album, I'm thinking about everything else uh, about um, the, the original album, the self-titled That Handsome Devil, and listening to that hundreds, hundreds of times. Um, and I've probably come close to 100 on this one, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Excellent. So, yeah, that's my pitch. That That was my favorite musical moment of this year. It was just stumbling across a a new album on 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 deezer <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but that's very important and very cool and there's a lot of history there that is very sick to have validated and and resonated throughout time so <laughs> yeah i um, love it i love it I will go ahead and throw a my honorable mention out to the Patreon picks episodes. Oh, Both sure, of them were so sure. much fun, and like especially like the one that we did in October, I definitely snatched a lot of those songs and threw them into my <laughs> Halloween playlist. Yeah, um, yeah, I I still listen to a lot of the songs that our our patrons brought us, and was. I, I don't know. It was it was it was a lot of fun. I, I love the I love the communal aspect of this show and yeah. those things really help it shine through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like So I guess I'll cap that off by telling mm-hmm. you once again, <laughs> get in the Discord if you want and tell us what your favorite musical moment of twenty twenty two was and you know, you can you can think about it or you can just kind of rattle something off. First thing off the dome. What do you think <laughs> of? Yeah, we we definitely um you know, like this year, um, you know, like to, to get a little bit more on the sappy side for at least a second here, that like, yeah, like this show being able to continue is like something that is really like valuable to us. And mm-hmm. and that truly the, the fact that we were, you know, able to make such a substantial change as you know, having Miles exit the show and have Joe enter the show and to have people genuinely be really on board for that and open to um open to us changing things up and and you know for the energy to be a little bit different and you know like and also for all of the wonderful people who have been, you know, getting excited for every episode and and we hear from people that they find new music through us and to everyone who's been uh, and will continue to suggest themes for us to do every episode. Um, it, it's like like Joe was saying, the communal aspect of the show is something that is like so, so, so cool. And, um, you know, I know it's a bit of a cliche to say, but genuinely, the show would not exist without y'all. And... Uh, and we really, really value the, um, the community that, that we have been able to build together and will, you know, be able to continue to build, uh, in, in 2023. And, you know, I, I think that 2023 is going to be Art Ghost's biggest year yet. <laughs> that's, that's the plan. Hopefully that so. is the way, that is the way that we're, we're headed for sure. Yeah, absolutely. My, 
uh, finally get some of those guests on board. Yeah, we can finally get some guests on the show. We've been we have been talking about getting guests We've been on the show about it for a long time. A long time, and uh, now it's going to happen. So, twenty twenty three, get get ready for some fun guests to join us on the show because uh, we haven't done that yet in this new yep. rework. So, uh, um. Yeah. As for what to expect uh, in the immediate future, our next episode will be about the theme that we uh, f- forewent this time. Uh, so that was from Sienis, and the theme was it was picked by Jupiter originally, and the theme was songs that songs you didn't enjo- enjoy. The first, I no, I was hoping we would say at the same time. Oh, that was say at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> songs you didn't enjoy the first time you heard them, and yeah. Uh, Jupiter gave me the spicy version and and asked me to pick a song that I hated the first time I listened to it. So um, I'm sure I'll be able to come up with something. I didn't yet because we were working on this. But mm-hmm. uh, even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah. No spoilies. <laughs> no spoilies. No spoilies. Come on. Uh, we really hope that uh, that you look forward to us in the new year and uh, for all of the new uh, spice that we're going to be bringing in. Um, we got, I got, got some fun stuff planned at least i do and i'm not telling Mm -hmm. joe because it's more fun (laughs) if i don't surprises surprises (laughs) yeah oh my goodness um thank you all for joining us have a safe and happy holiday and happy new year bring the new year with some goddamn hope for once joe yeah this hope (laughs) no i i will i saw this post that was like that was like uh, I haven't seen anybody say that 2023 was going to be their their year. <laughs> well, you know I'll what? say it. I'll say it. 2023 is going to be my year. <laughs> damn it! You know what? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say something else. Um, 2023 is going to be collectively our year. Yes. as a species. Anyway, but I also am, it's going to be my year. But also, it's going to be Joe's year. I also am knocking on wood. Hear that? That's my my superstitious ass. So yes. Um. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode and every episode uh, that we have released this year, and uh, for for sticking with us. Uh, so thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. And oh, what's that? I've got to go call my sister. I gotta go call my sister. Yes. Hello, sister. Is that you? Sister. Sister? 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 <laughs> Sister? <laughs>